Hi, it's Robin Sharma, author of The Leader Who Had No Title, founder of the Titan Academy, and welcome to this episode of The Mastery Sessions. This episode is called Fast Fire. In other words, this episode is a relatively quick one. And I'm going to actually deconstruct one of my well-known brain tattoos, and it's essentially this. Make your I can more important than even your IQ. Now you're saying, Robin, what are you talking about right here? Well, a lot of people get stuck in victimhood versus leadership by the seduction of saying, well, I'm not smart enough. I'm not intelligent enough. Well, you are intelligent enough. What's even more important is your mindset of possibility. You see, if you look at the best athletes in the world, the best musicians in the world, the best entrepreneurs in the world, the best managers in the world, the best CEOs in the world, the best coders in the world, the best pizza makers in the world, the best mums and pops, et cetera, et cetera. Those who get elite level results are not the most intelligent or naturally gifted people in their field. But these are the people that have that mindset of possibility and it's all about I can. And that might sound like a bit of a platitude, you know, having an attitude of I can, a mindset of possibility, a mentality of legendary. But when you really deconstruct it, it's really true. So I was in a hotel in Boulder, Colorado a little while ago. And when I went for my morning run, I saw a poster on a lamp post or something like that. And it was for a group called Mogwai. And I like their music. And I said, this is a, a fantastic coincidence. And I don't think anything's ever a coincidence in many ways. You know, there's that symphony, this beautiful symphony where life leads you along. And I wanted to see this group. So I went back and it was pretty early in the morning. So the gentleman behind the counter was from the night shift. So I walked up to him and I said, good morning. And hopefully I radiated a lot of optimism and I had a smile on my face. And I said, look, I just saw Mogwai is playing here in Boulder. Could you please help me get a ticket so I can see the concert tonight? And he looked at me and first of all, his face showed me he didn't want to do anything for me. It was just his face and his body language. Really, he was stuck in a mindset of can't versus a mentality of possibility. Absolutely. And you've seen people like that. It's not that they're bad people, they're just stuck. It's just, you've heard me say this before, but our personal story becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and your daily behavior reflects your deepest beliefs. And so he's running a philosophy or a personal story or an interior narrative or a psychological way of seeing the world where he just probably sees this as a job. He's probably exhausted. He probably doesn't love himself very much. He sees his work as work versus a craft and it just goes on and on. And if you've been with me for the past two decades on this leadership ride, you know my philosophy about shifting from victimhood to leadership. And you know my philosophy about leading without a title based on my book, The Leader Who Had No Title. And you know my core belief, which is you don't have to have a position to show leadership and become a legend. And so for whatever reason, this gentleman wasn't interested at all in helping me. He looked at me like it was the strangest thing anyone had ever asked him to get a seat to a concert. And this was a very good hotel. So in my experience, you have a concierge or people behind the front desk and they love, the great dialed in hotels love to take great care because they're in the hospitality business. And the shift I wanna share with you is I remember being at a hotel 
in Mauritius, one of the most beautiful, magical places in the world, and on each employee's shirts, there were different ideas. And one of the ideas, I think, was on the inside sleeve. And these were literally brain tattoos or insights or value reminders of their culture and their ways of being of that hotel, literally sewn into their shirts, sort of to remind them as triggers. The psychologists call them triggers and cues of what to do and how to behave and how to show up every day so that every single one of them was world-class. And you know my insight, and I want to remind it to you, which is never mail it in, always bring it on. And one of the things inside their shirts, or on their shirts at this Mauritian hotel was simply this. The answer is yes, now ask the question. I'll repeat that again because I think it's valuable for us. The answer is yes, now ask the question. Now just compare that to the Boulder night clerk who just literally didn't want to do anything. It was almost like passive aggressive. I could just feel it from his replies. I felt the contraction. I felt his resistance. I felt his unwillingness to do anything for me. And that's okay. I didn't take it personally, but then pivot and consider the Mauritian hotel and that value that forms their culture. The answer is yes. Now ask the question. I remember being in Soho, New York, and I walked into one of the stores and I bought a coat. And I was leaving on an airplane for home later that day and I asked the person who was taking care of me, I said, is it possible, and that's a great respectful way to ask for something, is it possible to get this coat hemmed and adjusted a little bit for me? And I said, the thing is, that I'm leaving later today. And he looked at me and I've never forgotten it because we all have these people in our lives who say one thing or show up in a certain way and they stay with us for the rest of our lives. And he said to me these words, I'd love to do that for you. I'd love to do that for you. And again, the whole brain tattoo I'm trying to deconstruct here is make your eye can larger than your IQ. You know, I remember being in Prague and again, I spent a lot of time in hotels and I said, is it possible to do this? And here was the reply on the other end of the phone. I think it was someone from the front desk or maybe it was room service. And I try to eat as clean as possible. So probably it was a request. Could I have olive oil and fresh lemon or lemon as the salad dressing? And here's the reply just to really lovingly and respectfully and hopefully fluently and elegantly bring this leadership insight home to you. I said, is this possible? And his reply was, anything is possible. So it's really easy to get seduced and stuck into a mindset of can't. You know, someone says, let's start a new business. Someone says, here's a great poetic project that if we release it to the world, will help us own our marketplace. And it sounds very obvious again, but ask yourself this, is your default reply a symptom of a mindset of can't, or do you have a mentality of possibility? When someone says, here, read this book, do you shift into can't or can? When someone says, hey, you know what? I'm amped to run a marathon. Do you go, I can't? Is that your default setting in your neurobiological hardwiring? Or do you go, absolutely, or I'd love to do this? You know, it's really, really important. And that is one of the core distinctions of leadership, isn't it? It's victimhood or leadership. And I respectfully suggest to you every single day, we don't only have an opportunity to show leadership without a title, 
we have a responsibility to do so. And so today your homework and your takeaway is this because leadership is all about implementation and execution versus chit chat and ideas. I want you to deconstruct in your journal for five, 10. So 10 minutes tonight. And please do this. Okay, so you get traction on the ideas I've shared with you in this episode. Deconstruct in your journal what the mindset of can't would look like and then the mentality of possibility or the mentality of can, what would that look like in your professional life and in your personal life, okay? And I want you literally to deconstruct it so you come up with, say, five points on the mentality of can't and five points on the thinking process of can or the default thinking of can. What would that look like to you in your work and in your home? Okay, so I hope I've delivered a lot of value for you in this relatively short episode, you know, that I'm calling these shorter ones, I'm calling them fast fire. It's sort of like a shot in the arm of leadership, elite performance, personal mastery. So if you like this episode, you know, I don't charge for these episodes. I put a lot of sweat equity into them. I love doing them for you. You can feel my passion, hopefully. And then my team spends a lot of time to really craft them for you. And the only thing I ask is this. I am on a mission bordering on an obsession to help people own their greatness, know their true power, live the their instinct for heroism in their lives. It's a pretty Sad thing to see people operating at half rare air when neuroscience, epigenetics, the latest science and research is showing that every single one of us can be world-class in our own unique way. So if you've liked this episode, I only ask for one thing, share it with three friends today before you go to sleep. So we get the message out and we start this transformation around the world or we continue it. Number two, a lot of people know about my coaching program, Robin Sharma Nation. So if you would like me to be coaching you every single month, I would love to help you. I would love to take you a hundred times deeper than what I've been able to do in this relatively quick podcast episode. So if you want me to mentor you, if you want me to coach you, if you want to learn the rituals and routines of the billionaires I've worked with, how the most productive people in the world do it, their morning routines, their belief systems, how they pivot from fear to fearlessness, how they live their heroism, how they balance their lives, and how you can ultimately live a legendary life because you can't do this alone. Every great athlete has a coach, and I'd love to work with you if this feels right to you. I'd love to teach you the 90-91 rule, the 60-10 method, the two massage protocol, the 5AM club and the 20-20-20 formula, and all of these protocols that I've taught to the billionaires and the people who come to my Titan Summit from across the planet every year. I've been doing that event for many years now and the NBA stars who come to my events, et cetera, et cetera. If you want me to coach you, if you really would like to accelerate your results and your success and your impact on the world, which is really what the game is all about, Go on over right away to robinsharmanation.com, robinsharmanation.com. A lot of people have been asking me, how do we get in? And the waiting list has been huge, but this is your opportunity to get in right now. So definitely do this. What else? A lot of people are saying, Robin, we want to come to your annual event, Personal Mastery Academy. It happens every June. This is all about how you really exponentially grow your interior empire so you can create exterior empires, whether those are prosperity, productivity, great health, great impact, a balanced family life, whatever that might be to you. 
personalmasteryacademy.com. Just go over to personalmasteryacademy.com and you can get on the waiting list. The final thing is let's keep in touch. Let's keep this conversation going. Go on over to Instagram and you can find me or Facebook. We've got millions of people on my Facebook page and I push great content every day. This will sustain the fire that you feel, help you continue the training because ultimately this is about traction on your results. Thanks so much for being with me. I'll talk to you in the next mastery session. Hi, this is Robin Sharma. I hope you received great value from this mastery session. If you'd like to receive potent training videos, blog posts, learning tools, and information on my two live events, Personal Mastery Academy, and my flagship four-day experience, the Titan Summit, go ahead and visit robinsharma.com.